this is the Bulletless Podcast with my dad and this random British guy. Well, here we are with another episode of the Bullet List. And can you believe we actually got a second person to do our little intro? Um, that one was my my lovely kid, Carter, uh, who was able to do that for us. So now, Bob, we've gotten your mom, my son. I wonder if anyone else will do it. Oh, we'll find somebody. As I said to you in the last episode, every time we get a voiceover, that's another listener because they want to find out how they sound. So it's just going to be dead cool. Yeah, that has nothing to do with us. No, no, so we are up to two, actually three listeners now, because because this week we actually have a guest with us. Hello. We have the oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Hold> on, <Abby>. <laughs> so yes, we have the fabulous Abby Abby Toms of um, web designer, extraordinaire, polyspile website design. We'll put the your website link in. Say hello, Abby. Hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> who's yeah. whose link to to will be in the show notes thank you um, and, and is for hire if if i understand correctly yes yes i am <laughs> i am for hire <laughs> so so any associations that are listening that need a new website here you go thank you very much I should put us out far and wide just for that reason. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah you're, you're hoping for one of our three listeners <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> Well, if my mum ever needs a website, I'll put, I'll put yeah. All right. So, so shall we shall we dive into the short list? Look, we're we're getting actually more professional every day. I mean, we we our segues are getting better. We're you know learning as we go. We are indeed. That's all part of the fun. So what's so the first for the first up on the short list? Her her first bullet, <laughs> as I start coughing now. Uh, is is the T-Mobile hack? Ah, uh, uh, yes. So data breach, apparently. Yeah, and apparently, what a hundred million uh, customers' data went missing, including social security numbers for those in the United States. I'm sure. I'm sure you, you guys have the equivalent over there of a social security number. Um, yeah, every day. I keep telling associations, nonprofits to secure your data because it's going to happen to you. And just imagine what would happen to an association or an event planner or even a venue, I guess, that if their data goes wandering and gets into the wrong hands, it's not going to do your business any good at all. No. It isn't. Um, well, and you know, and 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 a little bit more on data, right? Uh, I, I know that event people, and whether they're third-party event people or in-house for corporations or associations, I I, I see a lot of attendee data treated very cavalierly. Um, you know, yes, it's their their, uh, their sites will be lovely and sec- kind of secure, but then they're emailing spreadsheets of attendee data back and forth. And it's like, come on, guys! This, you know, I, right? Exactly. Crazy, so, crazy. It is, and and you know, it's one of those things where you don't think it's going to happen to you mm-hmm. until it happens to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and for a lot of associations, nonprofits, all that, I mean, the lawsuits alone will bring you to your knees. Yeah, yeah. All because in this country, sorry, in this country, we have a law with the GDPR that if you get. Court, uh, with a 
data leak and you don't take proper proper action, you know, I think the one of the fines is about twenty million pounds for your business. And That's... you know, it's not a small amount. It's officially twenty million pounds. The whole GDPR thing came out a few years ago, and yeah, for Google, they don't mind. As <laughs> 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 so I should mention, to big organisations, but. Um, yeah. Uh, but that's the thing. I mean, of course, the other thing is, is a lot of data is stored on websites and it accidentally gets indexed by Google. When I say accidentally, I mean the person who put it on the website never thought that could be possible. Some somebody yeah. once somebody once asked me, and I won't say how I did it, but somebody once asked me, there was a big show, and they said, Do you think we could get the attendee list? And I said, Give me five minutes. And I had a proper Excel file, all formatted, lovely, that I was able to download. Um, And that was not long ago. And it's just because people leave that laying around. Uh As if uh, it comes down to education and some thinking time. Mm -hmm. Uh, And processes, right? You know, or processes, right? You know, you can't, you can't. You know, getting your and getting the people to stop emailing Excel spreadsheets is one thing. You know, if you can, right? But stop posting that crap on your website. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I have yeah practices like you say, telling people what they can and can't do. Yeah, guidelines and a decent website. To, I'm not trying to tell myself when I say that, but get a professional website team that know what they're doing with the data of your site. Yeah. All right, and I'll, let's let's keep. I I know I w- this is the short list, and we're making it the the actual bullet list. Um, but yes. what's the next, Bob? So Twitter has had another hiccup with its um, verification process. To cut a very long story short, you used to be able to get a green tick against your name on your Twitter account because you've been verified, but that broke. But they fixed it. But it broke because they started verifying bots. So it's, yeah, so Wait now a minute. They, they, they verified bots. See, I, this tells you how much I was able to read that before. They verified bots. I actually sent in all my crap like two years ago to be verified, and they wouldn't verify me. And they verified a bot. This is why it's broken again, and this is why you can now, you can now make a request, and uh, you get added to a queue, but they're not doing any verification because the software they're using, whether it's AI-based or whatever, um it's not just not doing it properly it's verifying wrong accounts so it's all on hold again however the question is and i've done a a poll on this on linkedin is is it actually worthwhile being verified is there any benefit to it no i'm gonna say something controversial for the meetings and events industry. Um, it's like the designation of CMP, Certified Meeting Planner. Um, I've been in the meetings and events industry for a lot of years, decades. And I, I don't know, it's never swayed my hiring decision. Um, so I kind of think that the same thing holds true for Twitter, right? I mean, if I know that the, per- if I, you know, if I'm, fi- you can tell if an account is actually the real person or not. I mean, does it matter? I guess for a celebrity, maybe. Well, to give you some idea, that as I said, I did a poll on LinkedIn. Um, I'll just run through the questions and results. Uh, it's still got a few, uh, one day left on it. So I, uh, the answers were, they're okay to be expected, and I've got 12% on that. 
one is okay, but no more. 26% of the vote said that. 21% said, I really don't like them. But at 42% said, they put me off the website. Now you're looking at me strange because I'm talking about the wrong thing. Uh, yes. I'm talking about pop-ups. Okay, I think this might be... This is going to be an edit point. Um, oh, my God. Can we mark this as an edit point? Because that is a screw-up that really doesn't oh. need to be on the podcast. No, 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 no. We're not editing oh, okay. that. Okay. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> well, I was oh. thinking, can I speak? Now, 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 now I feel... You're like the the idiot the idiot newscaster that you can put anything into the teleprompter and they'll say it. <laughs> I'll tell you what, you have a nice conversation with Abby for a minute. I'll just be over here and I'll wait for the whole thing to finish. <laughs> that was kind of funny. That's brilliant. Oh, oh I've got something to say about that. Hang on, hang on, yeah. what were we on that subject? Oh, <laughs> Before we start recording, we we did decide. Yeah, it'd be great if we had a, like a cock-up episode. Oh, the uh, outtakes. Well, that was one. There we go. I've already contributed. There you go. All right. So, well, anyway, what is the real poll result? Or did we not do a poll for this? No, no, that's it. I've made a mistake. I'm not going to talk about it anymore. <laughs> All right, then we are moving on then, because yes, uh, please, please, the, just move on to something much more interesting, like hopping. Yes, the Death Star is uh, is sweeping through the galaxy acquiring everything and sending lasers down um and what they have a new registration suite yep uh, i think they posted uh mentioned it um this morning i think or at least yesterday the news came out yeah and i can tell you i that's probably that probably was a tendifies registration so what they just rebranded it stuck their logos on it or just pull it out, pulled it out of the, they own it now. They own everything now. So yeah, yeah. they're the, they're the newfangled version of C-Vent. Darth hopping. <laughs> exactly. And so I, I, I don't know. Do we spend any more time on hopping? No, they definitely um, don't need the attention. Funny enough, the next item was going to be about pop-ups, but I seem to have already brought that up. So we can skip along. Um, actually, no, go back. Go, let's go back and do the survey because this is going to re- lead us right into the bullet, this week's bullet list. Um, so, oh, okay. I suppose it's web design based. Okay. So what I got wrong in the, uh, on timing, at least, was uh, a chat about pop-ups and just how awful they are. So let me reiterate again the survey, which I, uh, informal survey, I suppose you call it, on LinkedIn. So I said, asked a bunch of questions like, they're okay, but to be expected, 12% said um, that. One is okay, but no more than that, 26%. I really don't like them at 21%, and they put me off the website at 42%. If you have an event planner, an association site, anything to do that you're trying to get clients, you're trying to attract attention, basically, if you've got a pop-up pop up on it, you're going to be putting people off and they're going to leave. Definitely. Definitely. Now, in the comments for the for the poll, people were saying, well, one's okay if it's really necessary, really informative, and it has some benefit to the visitor. But most of them I've seen are, check out what our latest survey, white paper, newsletter, join us on Facebook, LinkedIn, whatever. It's, 
stuff that you're poking the person with and most people don't like being poked so don't do it mm -hmm. it interrupts people's sort of user journey because they want to go on the site to find information and it's like if you went into a shop and you had a salesperson jump out in front of you and start shoving something in your face it's the same it feels it feels the same when you're on a website i just want the information and suddenly you got sign up for this when you haven't given me a reason to yet exactly yeah that's how I, exactly. I mean, websites, and I find this particularly annoying on mobile, is that you get the cookie pop-up, you'll get the newsletter pop-up, then you'll get the, this site would like to send you um, inf um, updates. Yeah, locations, yeah. And the exit intent pop-up, because <laughs> oh, now you're yeah. trying to leave. And you ever get ones where you're on a mobile and you can't scroll down. I've got an old, quite an old iPhone, but you can't scroll down to the accept. I can't even accept. The cookies, because I can't scroll down. It won't let me. If I had furious. This is um, a web designer thinking, oh, this is a good idea, but has never tested it on the platforms that their users are most yeah. likely to use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, test, it, he, test it and test it. So Google, right? Cookies are going away. So how are pop-ups going to work? And now that we actually have a, a, a true web designer here, how are pop-ups going to work after that? Because they'll use cookies to say, okay, we gave him the pop-up he visited today. Then for the next week or so, you don't get the pop-up whenever you go back. How's that going to work after cookies go away? I don't know because are cookies going away? <laughs> this is news to me. That's um, I'm never going <laughs> to BS my way through something, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Google is is planning to stop support for cookies in like a year. Oh, uh, yeah. So that's gonna be that's gonna be a a tough, you know. I wonder how I, that works with the GDPR in this country because I think you're getting more GDPR -y stuff in America. I think with data centers and stuff, but. By law, as far as I know, you have to have the annoy. When it came out, I was like, "This is all the website developers I know." We're all like, "Why this is so stupid? This cookie pop-up thing." It's people go on Facebook, and you got you probably getting tracked everywhere. Just using a phone, you're being tracked. You know, just using any website anywhere. So the cookie pop-up is ridiculous, but by yeah. law, you have to have it to let people know that it's going to fill up your computer with stuff. And, and, and you think everywhere. The people who are doing nefarious things, right, with cookies and all of that, they're not going to put a notice on anyway. <laughs> they'll put it up. Well, I'll yeah. Because I What's going to be interesting, though, and I think there are finding ways around it, is all the affiliate companies that rely on cookies to track sales, they haven't come up with alternatives. And they have, if they haven't done by now, they're, they're mm. in real, real trouble. Yeah, yeah. It is weird when you've been on one website and you go on another and do you want to buy this? And like, what? You know, it's quite weird. We've been on something oh. completely different. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Your phone is listening well, to you. It is. It well, totally is. In, yeah, 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 that's happened. Well, with all that in mind, should we move on no to the bullet list? Yeah. Yes. And what is the topic of this week's bullet list? This topic is... Five things you need to consider for your event or association website. And so we will dive right into bullet number one, um, which we actually talked about earlier before we came on, and we should, should have recorded that because it was great. Uh, but it is actually a fixed footer, or not fixed relative to the page, but just have a bottom to your page. Yeah, definitely. Who's going to mention the infinite scroll? <laughs> you just did. <laughs> <laughs> I just <laughs> 
Yeah, don't have infinite scroll because people want to get to the footer of your page. It's like a carrot and a stick kind of like I'm trying to get there. I want to because what you put in the footer, I think, is especially for mobile, is what you not can't necessarily fit in the header. It's all the inf contact information, where to find business number, you know, like a registered business number or just important data that you just easily want to find, stick it in the footer. But yeah, you don't want anything too much in the header because you need to scroll down and see stuff. But yeah. I, there's one particular site I, I go to um, when I'm curating content. I go to this site just to verify a few facts. And I want to look at the footer, but it's got infinite scroll. The footer contains, by looks of it, uh, street address, phone number, and social media icons. Mm -hmm. If you've got infinite scroll, the average user, especially on mobile, is never going to see it. No. So, as you say, fix it to the bottom of the page. Please, please, please do that. Yeah. If your web designer thinks it's a good idea, change web designer. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. <laughs> or if you told your website developer to do it, because that happens to me, I get told to do stuff, and I'm like, no, you really don't want to know. I really want to. You go, okay, then. <laughs> yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, Tell them I'll do it. <laughs> go on the phone. Sorry about that. Changing uh, it. If they insist, charge them double. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Wait. What? What is the web designer's rates? It's fifty dollars yeah. an hour if I do it. Seventy-five yeah. if you watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That you one. Put everything wrong if people watch. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. So, all right. Moving. Bullet point number two. Social media links. Oh, please make them obvious. Mm -hmm. And big large. enough. And big enough. That. Mm. Make well, and them it's, large, make them obvious, and you want them at the top, you want them in the bottom. Mm -hmm. If you can put them in the middle, that's even better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you want to make it as easy for people visiting your site to contact you in whatever way they find comfortable. And for a lot of people, that's social media, but it might be um, phone or email. But if you have the social media links, also you might want to just follow. So often I just want to follow people because I think, well, that's a good site, but I want to check that back later. But well, follow them on Twitter or Facebook so I can be reminded of what they do and just because I'm interested and want to support them. Right yeah. On. And I think a lot of people, um, especially associations, um, underestimate, still underestimate the power of social. Uh, and so they don't think it's actually really important. But I'm, I'm like you. If I find a site I like, but I don't have time to invest in it right now, I'll follow them on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Like, depending on who they are, I might like their page on Facebook because then that jogs it back mm -hmm. and it brings it back around. But if I can't find it, guess what? Yeah, you're gonna, you might forget about them. Because you, you, know, you don't easily bookmark stuff anymore, especially on mobiles, you know. Oh, yeah. I, it would. I do I bookmark mean, stuff, but it's another way of doing it, isn't it? Yeah. Actually, you know what my, my tool of the week is? And we're going to have to put it. We're going to have to put a link in the show notes, Bob. Is okay. have you ever heard of Bubble Up? No. So I'm it's, it is, and if you're listening, if the two people that are listening, you don't have to write this down because we'll put it in the show notes. Uh, but it is B-U-B-L-U-P. Oh. And it allows you, it, it is kind of like, I don't know what it's like, but it is, I love it. I use it 50 times a day, but you can, it allows you to make folders. And so sites you like, you can put them in there you can put documents in there you can put all kinds of stuff so read later stuff yeah it, it is it's very it's very cool mm. it's almost like content curation in a way where you can nice. share with friends and stuff so it's pretty good yeah it, it's great for port like if you put all your like the sites you've designed in it like and then you yeah. can just show, share a link to it 
Yeah. Like oh. you can send it to a potential client and it's called what I forget what they call it, but yeah. they, you put all this stuff and you can share it and it's a web page. It's cool. That's anyway. great. I've, I've got a bookmark for um, how to clear your browser cache because I'm always wrangling with that. And you make a change to the website and the customer says, why has it changed yet? Well, you have to clear your browser cache. Well, how do I do that? And I'm like, here's a link. Yeah, here's a link. <laughs> here's a link. Here's a link. Here's a link. And, well, and clearing your browser cache, you want to know what drives me nuts? And it's, Bob, it's one of your favorite tools, Cloudflare. Yeah. Uh, yes, because yes, yes. you clear your cache, right? It, it, but it, because Cloudflare is distributed around the globe, even if you clear that, it's still going to take a while. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to say, when I'm, when I'm programming, and um, if you're changing the PHP code, yeah, mm -hmm. that's not a problem. But if you've made a CSS change, yeah. Cloudflare is caching it. And you go, why is this working? And you already bash your brain trying to work out, oh, yeah, I've got to switch. I've something. <laughs> at Cloudflare and then switch it off and put it in development mode. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. There's a hosting company you can turn caching on and off. But there you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you get, yeah. Well, and, but that's it. You never remember to do it. Yeah, I mean, it's, caching is a website developer's friend and enemy. It's your, it's your friend one that wants the website's live because it makes the website run a little bit faster depending on how you set it up. But when in development, it's like, oh, I changed something. I know I have. Yeah, although if you just get really good hosting, caching isn't really. Mm. Necessary? Uh, not really. Build a website well. <laughs> just build it uh, well. That's, that's a mile away from where we're talking about social media. <laughs> <things. Yeah. laughs> uh, yeah, see see that so, rabbit hole we just went down? All right, next bullet. Exactly. So let's do number three, which is a, a website should have and about page and a contact page minimum yeah. yeah sounds basic it sounds like well of course our site's got that how many sites have you come across where somebody's forgotten to put the about page on mm -hmm. and the about page is by far and away to anybody listening out there it is by far and away um your second most popular page on your website next to your home page mm -hmm. mm -hmm. So yeah. if you are not putting stuff on that homepage that are about page that is good, um, you are missing a huge opportunity. Mm -hmm. and, and the contact page as well, like ties in with the social media links. So people can easily email and call you and find you. You can put it all on that contact page and oh. you can sometimes nest the contact page within the about page. I, it, it blows me away how many um, events, festivals, um, even association conferences don't have a proper contact page. It, That's crazy. It, you, it, you need to find out staff, you've got food allergies or accessibility issues or you know, mobility issues, visiting uh, places. Yeah. yeah. And, you yeah, know, I get zone. it. I, time zone and it's online. You're like, oh, I don't want to miss it. Right. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and you don't... <sighs> People forget that all people are, are, although we're all pretty much herd animals and we're similar, um, all, our, the way we want to talk to people and contact people is all different. Some people mm. like social media. Some people like an email. Mm -hmm. Some people like to pick up the phone for as yeah. much as I don't understand those people. Um, <laughs> they do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like an email. Yeah. Send me an I like email. email. I can refer back to an email. I'm one of those. I'm one of those people. Got it right. I'm one of those people. My phone rings and I look down and I go. I have a lady answer my phone for me, and she's brilliant. She's so. And people think she's me as well. She sounds similar to me, but she's very polite. I want a lady to answer my phone. Sorry. 
I said, I want a lady to answer my phone. Yeah. I don't know what hours she's, she's in England. I don't think she do all the hours. <laughs> you can do that. There's someone to look for you. <laughs> nice I had it on so I can like answer stuff and expecting things or make a call. But yeah, she mostly does my phone. She's yeah. Real. And you know what? Since we're on the contact, um, don't underestimate WhatsApp. Yeah. 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 I yeah. personally don't use WhatsApp for business because I just needed to keep yeah. a centralized version of my communication personal business separate whatsapp is personal everything else business but i guess i could get a business whatsapp if i wanted to yeah but yeah. Uh, just just a thought because people mm. that it's getting to be a thing like now with all my clients i i would say with 50 percent of the clients i work with we actually have whatsapp groups i get a lot of questions saying oh what's your whatsapp and i'm like nope yeah nah. <laughs> sorry I'm, I'm, sure, but I'm like nope there's email there's phone that's perfectly adequate <laughs> and now that's moving us to the next bullet that's a that's a great way to segue so it, the next actually one. it wasn't really but we'll segue anyway <laughs> oh well this thank you uh segway king let's move on to bullet number four which is ensuring your website is at least mobile friendly and responsive as yeah. when we say responsive, we mean it adapts to the screen size that you're viewing the website on, whether it's a mobile phone or a tablet or whatever else. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Or a watch. It, it is shocking how yeah. many sites are still not mobile responsive. I've been building mobile sites since 2012, and I thought I was behind. Right. I know that I've got a friend that's she's, she's a couple of years older than me, but she's on top of everything. She's doing apps. She was making sites mobile. I'm thinking, I really got to learn how to make. And and so I felt like I was behind, but there are still sites that aren't mobile. <laughs> and and uh, most people are using sites. Most people. It depends on industry. Like if people are sat in an office, and they they may not be using your site on a mobile as much. But most people are using sites on a smartphone or a or is a tablet. Yeah, I, it. I mean, you know, I'm sure that the the these statistics are global, but you know, here in the states, mobile has actually overtaken oh, yeah. desktop yeah, for yeah. for web views, and, and it's been everywhere for years and years, I think. Yeah, and just yeah. the Google hit you take. Um, just so everyone knows, if your website is not mobile responsive, Google is giving you a penalty, yeah. so you are not going to come up number one in search. Yeah, yeah. And also to help your websites on mobile is make sure they, the website downloads very, very fast. So huge images will, may slow down your site. You can use caching and stuff. But um, And videos, if it's uh, on YouTube, then it's not so bad. But stuff that keeps your website running fast, make your home pages really, really quick because Google will also penalize you if your website's a little bit slow. Yes, that will affect people. That's what it's for. Google make it on much as I, the big brother Google, but you know what? They are trying to serve their customers. That's people searching. So making a site mobile and faster download is serving people that are out and about, maybe at your event on the day, going around with a mobile. They don't want, you know, a slow website to join up to. Yeah, and I'm, <clears throat> it's one of the things I never really understood. I guess why you wouldn't. <clears throat> because the, there are some pretty nice websites, especially association sites that I've run across that are not mobile responsive and they're still updating and, and they're lovely. They're beautiful. So, I mean, they're, they're well-maintained. It's, you know, you just got to make the, it's you got to do it. 
Yeah, is it legacy code? Because even you know the most used platform is mm. WordPress, and I build in WordPress and Drupal, and all of their themes. I haven't crossed a theme. I haven't come across a theme in gazillions of years that isn't mobile friendly now. Um, yeah. It's not that hard to make a website mobile these days. I don't think. Well, you make it. Site. You make a good point. That is it legacy, right? Did they have a custom theme designed? You know. Yeah. Yeah, or is it like a custom CMS that they've used and they just don't want to change it because it's hugely expensive and the trauma of changing over is just too much for them and they're just stuck to it. Yeah. Like, I don't well, blame them, but that's not helping people that they're meant to be helping. Yeah, one client that we, we work with, an association, I know their website has um, about 3,000 pages, which, wow. okay, I get it. It's, that's an yeah. undertaking. Yeah. But unless you start now, when it went if you built it correctly with style sheets and templates and things once you've updated then then you you okay you probably have to go through each page and make sure there's not a mahoosive image well you said the bad you said the magic word there if you built it correctly yeah (laughs) is it (laughs) (laughs) you're right (laughs) i just want to go back to uh loading times because it's an important point which which i think you which is if you are in an event and you're not going to be pulling out your laptop. You're using your mobile phone to pull up the site, but you're using the Wi-Fi that's provided at the venue. If the venue's Wi-Fi is slow, or there are a lot of users, and if you're at an event with 5,000 people and a high percentage of them are using their Wi-Fi on their phone, then loading times is going to be so important. Yeah, even more important, yeah. Totally, yeah. Especially if you've got a map on there and you're just, you know, just looking to for you might have a, a map of the venue, like all the stands. If it's like a trade fair type thing. Um yeah. y- and you're on the site going, Oh, it's taking ages just to you know yeah, yeah it's important. I, I think I, some people say, Oh, well, it's not important anymore. I'm like, it's good, it's still important for a little while. And it, until, you know, broadband is I don't know, twenty G instead of five G. Everything's really fast everywhere, like in the future, but maybe that won't be as long as you know, for, <laughs> Uh, until the telecom companies stop being stingy. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, anyway. All right. So, How come I'm the Segway guy today? Because you're so, good at it, Segway King. Uh, yeah, and, and I'm so I'm so smooth. I work it right in. Okay, this is a Segway. <laughs> Genius. All right, what's up next? So we got bullet number five, and... This is, I think, uh, of equal importance to loading and making sure your site's responsive, maybe even more. And that is making sure that your page is easy to read, decent text size, Mm -hmm. good contrast of colors, and it's easy on the eye, so you're not doing eye strain. Yeah. And when we talk about text size, I mean, relevant text sizes, as in, if you're looking on a big monitor on your desktop, text can actually be bigger or medium size, but if you're looking on a mobile to avoid eye strain, you need bigger text. And Google will check that and may even penalize you for not having readable text. Yeah. I've had alerts to say the text is too small. You've got data and it's happier then. Yeah. Yeah, I'm getting to that age where I have to either hold the phone really far away or make the text really big. (laughs) And zoom in, zoom in, zoom in, zoom in. And then scrolling. Yeah. Make me, yeah, and, and contrast. My my dad's quite badly colorblind, so I often think about, you know, don't put red on green, <laughs> that sort of thing. Or yeah, purple on yellow, because it just won't. Yeah, you just won't be able to read it. I, you know, and I guess 
you know, if you think your font size is big enough, bump it up one. That's a good point. That's a really, that's yeah. a really good bit of advice. Yeah. yeah. It, you know, it's it, because you're absolutely right. Well, and then people forget, you know, especially in WordPress, right? If you're in WordPress and you're using, you know, a theme builder, let's just say like Elementor uh, or even Divi for that matter, um, you know, you can have different text sizes for mobile mm. and for desktop. Yeah, with, it, with it with CSS, it's just a media query. Yeah. It's very relatively simple to do, even within a theme. If you don't, you don't want programming to do any, you know, code changing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that does. And I know the next bullet point is actually a bullet point, but we can roll it right into this one. And, and because they, they are related, which is just accessibility for people with disabilities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, this actually wasn't something that I had given, you know, which is horrible on me, but it, it wasn't something um, that I guess was top of mind until I started working with um, a governmental agency here in the States and it that is like one of their most important things and now it's like every site every event or conference website we work on it is one of the first things we check to make sure that anyone who you know has vision issues you know that they can actually view the site and view it well yeah yeah it just needs to be properly coded and put alt tags on images but there's there's a whole lot of other stuff you just yeah just but keeping it simple is one way to keep it more accessible just not having too much stuff that's unnecessary on a site. Yeah, and and I get I get it cuz I do it all the time, right? When you have to throw a, an image up because oh, oh my heavens whatever, you've got, you know, okay, I get it. You threw it up there, the image is named one and there's no alt tags or anything. Yeah. Um, you know, but you have to make it a point to go back and fix it. Yeah. You know, you, do, you know, you do. And that's good for Google as well. That is actually good for SEO. It's good FCO practice. Yeah. But you just need to describe the image and I always recommend say like, two or three words, don't write, you know, a sonnet just write two or three words describe it and then maybe add your business name at the end or something but yeah just keep it explanatory so someone with a screen reader isn't like what is this you know yeah and remember if you create a graphic um and you put words on that graphic Mm-hmm. It, that screen readers can't read those, so the alt Not tags really, are really important. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. when you're doing that, also make the words on the graphic big enough for people to read. Yeah, yeah, and 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 in, like like I said, with colorblind people, give the contrast. You know, yeah. and don't use don't use uh, complementary colors like yellow on purple or what's that one? green on uh, green on red. That's Christmas. Blue and orange. It's also Christmas. (laughs) So you're making a Christmassy thing. Don't put red on a green background or put a white outline around it or something. But yes. Yeah. Blue and orange. Don't put them together. Like with yellow text on blue because, yeah, hurts also. It does. And I've got the one, that one client that just loves those. (laughs) (laughs) Make everything bright red and bigger. I used to have one of those. Uh, yeah. Wow. Actually, you know what? That There's someone I actually have to, they're actually doing their site now and, and it's predominantly red. Maybe I they should. As, I think as long as it's a slightly muted red. Um, uh, they're going to geeky. FF0000 is too bright unless you're using it in tiny, tiny amount. But CC0000 is all right, I think. That's like a yeah. slightly darker red. It doesn't burn your retinas out. No, they they're going with the definite surface of the sun burn your retina. Oh, no. <laughs> Get radiation burns from your website. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Also, actually, on the subject of accessibility, I just remembered: um, if you have any animated gifs, 
there's a, don't know what the rate is, but if they're flashing to get people's attention, that's a potential epilepsy trigger. Do you remember so, those in the in the nineties? Yeah, even 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 in the noughties, where I used to work, some someone um, wanted to put this banner on the site where I was working. I was like, "That's an epilepsy trigger. You should not have that." And I, no, they're fine about it. I'm like, "Yeah, but other people might not be." And they didn't. Where I used to work, they didn't seem to care. But yeah, don't yeah, yeah. Uh, wow. I, 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 there's one site that just pops to mind and I remember it was, it had like candy cane colors and it, oh, and it would flash. It was horrible, <laughs> but Ooh. all right. Anyway, yeah. segue. Cause I'm so good at that. Do you see I did, how smooth I was with that? <laughs> Great. Well, segue king, back at it. Uh, well, we've actually reached the end of our bullet list. Yeah. So to, um, just to briefly summarize then, um, a fixed footer, no infinite scrolling. Please shoot your web designer if they say it's a good idea. Social media links, top, bottom, in, and at the bottom in your fixed footer that doesn't have infinite scrolling. And if you can put it in the middle, that's good. Put it in the sidebar or something. Make sure you've got an informative and useful about page, an extremely useful contact page. Please don't just list phone numbers and an email address. Actually put a form in so people can easily ask questions. And it's also much easier to collect those emails because they're coming straight to your inbox. It's brilliant. Uh, mobile and responsive design. People are predominantly using mobiles and tablets these days, not just a desktop. Text sizes, background colors, not red. Just not no gone. candy canes. No candy canes. No candy canes. Um, um, and also font sizes, all important. Accessibility, no gifts that induce epileptic fits. Make sure it's suitable for screen readers. And Keith, you're going mad. Is this something you wish to add to that? Yes, I will actually give you a link to put into the show notes, which is a cool little site where you can put your URL and it will scan it for you um, and tell you if you have accessibility issues. Cool. I'd be interested in that. Yes, excellent. it is. Excellent. Thank you. Okay. So, uh, yeah, that's it. That's the bullet list done for today, for this episode. Anything so, else anybody wishes to add? Nah, that's, you know, we still haven't come up with a good, like, parting, a, a way to leave. So, at, at parties, I'm that guy that goes. I don't say goodbye to anybody. I just literally go out the back door. Oh, I was going, bye, bye, bye. And yeah, it gets annoying, and then I go. Well, there's only three listeners. That's my mum. Uh, Car uh, Carter. Carter. They'll be all and... my family, all three of them. <laughs> oh, wow. There's a boost. <laughs> Couple of okay, so let me just do the important mentions then, since I've written it down and said that they ought to do them. So all podcast episodes can be found on the website. That is bulletlist dash no, bullet-list.com. Uh, all the episodes on there. Uh, it also has the podcast RSS feed from Anchor. The website RSS feed is there as well. And uh, thanks to Carter for doing the voiceover. Uh, and people should know that in the notes, because uh, we have notes, we actually do take notes, but it says, thank you to the person who did the voiceover. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know that was why, why that was important for me to mention, but 
Okay. Uh, and we're, oh, I just also, we're on now a whole bunch of uh, different um, podcasting sites. Um, Have we made it to I, Apple yet? I've not received a notification yet. So, um, so no. So, oh, we're on Yes, we're on Spotify. Yes. Cool. Anchor, so that? Break, what? Oh, anyway, so we're on Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Spotify. Brilliant. You know. I doubt anybody's listening apart from the three people that we've got and then your family, Abby. Uh, so <laughs> uh, that's it. All that effort just for what? Five, six people? <laughs> there you go. It will grow slowly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, but then there's pressure, right? If if yeah. if it grows, then there's pressure. Yeah, well, just just think about them not being there. I had to do the eulogy for my uncle's funeral, and it was being broadcast to people because he travelled all over the world. And I just had to think when I did it. I thought it's just the people in this room. Don't think about anyone else. And I managed to get through it all right. That's yeah. how I would treat this: is not think about the millions of people potentially listening. <laughs> yeah, especially if we say something stupid. Yeah. <laughs> But that much make them laugh. That's, that's all right. I hope I was all right. I was, I was too interrupting too much. But does that no. mean when we finish, oh. we can actually say goodbye to individual people as opposed to yeah. listeners everywhere? Yeah. Bye. Oh. There you go. Wait, are we out? Are we done? <laughs> I think we're done for the for this episode. So well, again, if anybody's so... got any tips that they want to share, go to the website. There is a form you can fill out, and we'll mention you in the episode. <laughs>